everyone. Welcome to episode two of The Targeted. This is myself, Saheed, with Nicholas and Omar. We got three topics today. We're going to be talking about Jacob Blake. We're going to be talking about the NFL. And we're going to be talking about Chadwick Boseman. So let's get started. All right, Catman. <laughs> <laughs> But he's amazing for keeping. So Chadwick Boseman is amazing for having something like this on. And during his 2016 um, Black Panther during the Civil War, there was kind of some complaints of like how uncomfortable his costume was. And all the superhero actors problem, right? Where they have very costumes, whatnot, as you can imagine, right? They're very tight. You have to show all the muscles. Um, and all that stuff. So this is guy is going through, he's going through all that while going through cancer, right? Um, it's just amazing to me. It just really shows just his ethic and never complained, not once, right? Complained not once. And I, it's just a true, a true amazing feat from his end. That's pretty much all I had to say on, on that, so. Yeah, rest in peace, Chadwick. Yeah, man, rest in power, man. And honestly, um, just watching him, I think just watching him evolve as an actor was was pretty interesting too, because you saw him in the James Brown movie, you saw him play uh, Jackie Robinson, Thurgood Marshall. Um, it seemed like he had a real talent for being able to, you know, bring those historical figures to life. So that was definitely something that I appreciated about him. And I'm not sure that they're, you know, playing that up enough. Because um, obviously, like, Black Panthers is what made him yeah. a rising, you know, a big star or whatnot. But I think those movies deserve um, a second viewing. I think <clears throat> he also had something on Netflix. I think it was called, like... The Five Bloods. The Five Bloods. And then it was, like, Message from the King or something like that. Like, he was... Yeah. a he was a guy from Africa, I think, trying to avenge his sister or something, something like that. Um, but just every everything he did, man, he just did an amazing job. So, yeah, rest in peace, man. Yeah, I remember the first time I I saw him was uh, uh, the movie he played um, Jackie Robinson. I actually had to just look it up uh, to remember the the, the name Forty Two, and. Um, I remember watching that and I was like, holy crap, this guy is number one. Obviously, Jackie Robinson's story was, was amazing, but the way he, this guy portrayed it was just absolutely phenomenal. I'd never seen this guy before. Uh, and I didn't really like follow him or anything after the movie. I mean, but what I remember that movie left me with like a really amazing, uh, and, like it left me with a really amazing impression of him. And then fast forward, you know, several years, I, I don't remember when 42 actually came out, but, you know, then it's Black Panther. I'm like, hey, isn't that the same guy from that played Jackie Robinson? I think there was another movie in between somewhere. I forgot. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, by the time, yeah, when Black Panther came out, I was just like, you know, obviously I was on the hype train like everyone else. And I just fell in love with the guy. And I was like, you know, just like his his personality was just you know humble on screen humble behind the screens i mean he wasn't one of those guys that was just out there just you know flaunting money and you know other like 
uh, colleagues talking about how they're, you know, certain people are just trashy to work with and stuff like that. But no, just amazing guy, did a lot of good for the community on the, on the, on the down low. So this was, this was really tragic. And, you know, like I'm into the, the whole like Japanese historical culture thing. Like that's just, I've always been fascinated by that. And I told you guys, there's this uh, uh, audio book that I'd listened to a few months ago called uh, Yasuke about like the first African uh, samurai or ever recorded uh, or written about in, in history. And yeah. um, I was like, damn, I hope they make a movie out of this. And I was, I remember saying, I don't remember if I said it to you guys or not that, and it'd be really cool if they did like Idris Elba or Chadwick Boseman for that role. Mm-hmm. And all lo and behold, they were making a movie about Yasuke based off that same audiobook, and they were using Chadwick Boseman. What are the chances of that? And so yeah. I was really looking forward to that. And I found out now it's, it was actually a, an anime. I don't know if it's the same one from from Chadwick or not, but um, you know, and, and then and then this happened, and it's just. You know, absolutely devastating, and not just you know that we lost you know a, a superstar, but beyond that. Yeah, um, I could only imagine like what his like colleagues are going through because it shocked us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But what about so? I heard that Michael B. Jordan was going through like a ruin, and I can kind of just imagine you being so close to a guy, working with this guy, and he's suffering. And I mean, there's. There's some discussion, a little discussion of should he have told or, or not or whatnot, um, or is there a place to even know, right? Um, I think in that case, oh, with, I think it's amazing how he was able to kind of persevere through everything and still act and just, just trying to get performances, but it really makes my, breaks my heart for a lot of his coworkers, right? So the Chadwick Boseman, um, Michael B. Jordan's, the Lupita Nyong'o's, um, pretty much anyone who's, who's worked with who didn't know, right, that he was suffering. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, talking as it happened to us, I can only think about those guys, right? Those guys just had probably a real tough time kind of dealing with it. So my heart prayers go out to those guys as well uh, who also suffered, so. Yeah, I actually felt just- guilty because um, I was sitting there, like, after the first one was released and then you know, you had like, I think the, like the next Avengers movie or whatever. I was like, when's the next Black Panther? Like, what's going on? Why do we gotta wait till 2022? Like, what kind of crap is this? You know what I mean? Yeah. And out that like the guy's, you know, fighting something that you know, I couldn't possibly fathom. Yeah. So well, I, I'm, Marvel- I'm not gonna lie. Oh, sorry, you, you go on. Yeah, but Marvel didn't know that he was sick, right? So, yeah. I mean, the reason why they, they didn't schedule Black Panther so much later is because of kind of how their schedule is is going up but i mean yeah it's 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 tough it's really really tough and i think i remember because we all made these jokes before do you know how everyone's doing like the wakanda for everything and he's doing it he, you, you can see like his facial expression just seems like very tired and exhausted yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got it bizarre but the guy is like Man, this guy's so probably tired of the Wakanda for everything. Um, but <laughs> I was tired of it. I was, I was even playing Black Panther. But um, I remember how many people in the office would come up to you guys oh and just god. be like, "Hey, what up, Nicholas? What up, Sahib?" Oh my god! Yeah, I was still throwing it up at the office party this past Christmas. So I was not tired of it at all. <laughs> well, now you can damn well bet it's that's going down in history now. 
Absolutely. Yeah. I might have to bring out this little helmet again for right, man. It's, all, it's about time, man. It's about all right, time. Catman. No, no, yours is going to be. Do <laughs> 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 you, you want to talk about why we're calling you Catman? Or maybe Nicholas, you want to share? Because technically, I was in Mexico at the time. Why don't you share? Why don't you share? I mean, technically, he's right. A panther is a cat. It is a cat. No, it was just, you know, people didn't know. (laughs) People had to know. He was was ahead of his time. People didn't know. I mean, if you you read comics, if you was was about that life, you knew exactly what he was talking about. So basically, for for the viewers that don't know, uh, I wasn't there in the office when this had happened, actually. This is back in 2016, I think it was. And um, yeah, yeah. So around Halloween time, our buddy over here, so he came in with a full Black Panther costume. This is before the movie was even released, and so people ask him, 2016 October, people were asking him like, "Hey, what are you supposed to be, Catman?" <laughs> and so uh, yeah, obviously we've we've uh, never let that one go. But anyway, um, <laughs> I, I was. My fault, go ahead. No, I was going to ch- slightly change the topic, so. Oh, well, I, yeah, I was just going to say, for the readers out there, you know, for anybody who uh, wants to know about a good run in the Black Panther comics, I highly recommend Chris Claremont's run on uh, on Black Panther, man. He's got some classic storylines. Omar, I wanted to share my screen for to show the Black Panther costume that I had on. Yeah, I'm disabled. Wait, what? Right. You have screen share disabled for one sec. <laughs> oh, one participant can share at a time, multiple, okay. Can I share? Okay, perfect. There it is, guys. <laughs> Remember that? And <laughs> now our viewers know your Instagram too, FYI. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> <laughs> right, man. Stop share, stop share, look, stop share. Look through those tabs, look through those tabs. <laughs> Guys about to have like a million followers. Guys about to be a trendsetter out here. Right. right. <laughs> Just so you know, even though I didn't see all of your tabs open, this is recorded, so I can always go back and look at the tabs. But knowing you, those would probably be a separate window, <laughs> incognito oh. or something. I see what you're getting at. Um, Anyhow, so what I was no going to say, <laughs> what I was <laughs> going to say. You guys want to continue talking? <laughs> so I, I wanted to say you one more thing. Talking? You were talking about, uh, you know, things you felt guilty about. I actually felt guilty about something. So, you know, those pictures about like, you know, uh, Chadwick when he was just like really thin and, you know, yeah. and, and I remember laughing at that because I was like, who is this guy? He looks so much like Chadwick Boseman. He's like, mm-hmm. he's almost, he's like, he's identical to him. He's just so much skinnier. And I would just laugh at the memes. Like, look, they just found this random guy that looks exactly like him. Like, what are the chances of that? But he looked different enough to be another person. It's just like a big coincidence. And then it wasn't until like he passed away. Like, uh, was it a few weeks ago? Uh, maybe, maybe even a month now, a few weeks. Um, that I realized like that was him. And I was like, holy crap, that actually was him. And so I, I felt bad about that. Like no one knew he hit it really well. Yeah. Um... Yeah, again, it just kind of shows what kind of person he is. Like, the kind of guy that goes to work and just, he, I guess he valued life, um, made his mark on the world, which he did, um, and you know, we're all grateful for it. 
absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's tough. It's actually a really tough one. So definitely a heart goes out to him, his family, all his coworkers, you know, anyone who's like worked with him directly. I'm sure it's like a much bigger shock and much, much tougher on them than it is us. So. Oh, one, yeah. one quick correction. I had to, I had to look it up. It was, it was Christopher Priest, not Chris Claremont. It's Christopher Priest. Stick to DC. Get <laughs> on you later, man. Because you don't do anything but watch the movies anyway. That's true. Um, do you guys want to continue on with the, the with Black Panther since we're already on the subject too? So, like, what are you guys' thoughts on on who else is playing Black Panther? Um, me and Nicholas talked about a little bit about who could be the next Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the comics, so Nicholas, this is, you're the comic guy. You're the comic expert. We defer to you and your, and your infinite all. We know Shri played Panther. A lot well, of, like... You're going to have to repeat that about after Shri because you start breaking up. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so Shri plays... Uh, we know in the comics, he plays Black Panther. And... Um, um, for some reason, my internet's unstable right now. So yeah, I think it's my internet, which is odd. It's usually perfect. Um, but pay your bills. Not bills are all paid. No pay, buddy. <laughs> you talking about that? I didn't say anything. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what what just happened? I think. I think either they're going to go right yeah. into Shuri being Black Panther mm. or which, which is, I mean, which is fine. Right. But, mm. or they're going to, um, I think if they, if they do t- um, cast somebody else, I like um, Denzel Washington's son. I think he's in Tenet. I think his name is yes. Johnson Washington. I think he'd be a really good pick for that. That would be, yeah. I don't mind them recasting it. Like a lot of people said that they don't want to recast Black Panther. Um, uh, I think they should because that's. Like, I think they should too. Aside from uh, Black Lightning, right? Like whatever, what other black heroes do we really have like that on TV that are like leading, the leading character, right? Well, black not not, e- not even just that too, but how many Batman have there been? <laughs> right? How many Batman characters have been played? How many Superman characters have been played? Like we don't have to limit ourselves to one Black Panther, right? And most yeah. people job uh, his his role like we still remember chris reeves first for superman his original superman right? yeah everybody still so, wants to, every everybody still wants superman to, to act like freaking chris reeve i freaking hate that yeah I, <laughs> don't agree yeah. With that. nobody cares about yeah. the lucky superman anymore man. you know who would make a great uh great black panther though matt damon yeah. <laughs> matt damon get out <laughs> leave <laughs> What are you trying to get those uh, those Tropic Thunder vibes out there? Like, remember when uh, <laughs> what's his face put on like blackface to be like the black guy or whatever in Tropic Thunder, which I thought was hilarious, by the way. But uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Imagine, hilarious. imagine if that movie came out today. <laughs> it's sad it's you know what though. There was a little uproar about it back then, by the way. It, it wasn't that publicized. But, yeah, but, okay, so, but so this is the thing about it, though. Like, I didn't mind it because his reasoning for doing that was in the movie, right? It was like the guy was the character was so 
into his roles that he would do any and everything to be the character. Yeah. And he That's showed like, some history of him. No. That's true. He but was it, acting as an actor. Yeah, but movie, right? They specified that how it's a controversial, he was this controversial uh, procedure, right? And, and they also joked about it constantly in the movie. Like, so they had like, uh, what's his name? Like Brandon Jackson, who's his counterpart, yeah. um, <laughs> who constantly making fun of him. It was like, like the only good will for a black man they gave it to the white guy or whatever, right? Okay. <laughs> or, or or they constantly kept doing stuff like that, right? So like they're I'm about to go back. Black face is, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Black face is tough, right? Um I mean look, it just shows kinda how far we're gonna become as a country. That if if blackface would ever to be done in the movie, that's how I would want it to be done, right? Um can we have another movie like that again? Probably not. And you know, I'm kind of okay with that. You know, I like if it means that we advance further as a society where we respect people and not just laugh at something, but understand something. Because there are some kind of some things to learn from that, from Robert Downey Jr.'s kind of a Dropic Thunder, right? That he showed in the movie. And if people just thought more than just him being in black, but him trying to be something that he's not, and then them pre-racial appropriation, which is what he did, right? It was a joke on racial appropriation, right? And I don't know if a lot of people caught that, right? So, and I think they did a good job of kind of laughing at that or kind of in kind mm-hmm. of bringing some points home, which people probably missed, right? So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, that's, that's my two cents on that, but, but yeah, that's a little, a little tangent there, <laughs> but black, <laughs> Back yeah, to Black so, Panther. Yeah. <laughs> Black Panther. You know who I think would might? So I think we should recast, Nicholas. I really do think we should recast. Oh, yeah. Um, and um, like like I said, um, there have been multiple Batman. There have been multiple Wonder Woman. There have been multiple Superman. I mean, there could be multiple Black Panthers, and we'll, we, we can be fine. But if they don't recast and they don't go with Shuri, you know who I actually think would be a good Black Panther? And this is not supported by any comic either. Possibly Okoye. What are your thoughts on that? Who, wait, wait. Okoye. Oh, the, uh, the Walking Dead the Girl. The Walking okay. Dead Girl. That's, that would be, di- that would be different because she was really That's like. Different. It's, it's different. That. that would be different. It's different. Yeah, it's gonna be very different. I don't know. I think at the end of the day, none of them were really strong, really impressionable characters, though. Enough to like. That was by design. Yeah, no, I, I still think the best option, even though it wouldn't be like, canon or anything, but like what everyone is saying, Killmonger, right? Bring back Michael B. Jordan somehow. That that would have been the best option. I mean, you got the five-year jump and, you know, all that stuff that they did in uh, Endgame. I mean, technically, he has a reason to be alive. It's, so. it's possible. Though with the oh. Infinity Stones, anything's possible in Marvel. Come oh, on. The Infinity Stones are gone and he's dead, right? Like, they, you don't change what happened between the years. I will say they're doing the multiverse thing, right? So yeah. maybe in a different universe, he comes back and he's maybe not a bad guy, but a good guy. And all this weird stuff. Like, Marvel... I'm excited to see what they do, just in general, uh, with the MCU. Uh, but 
Yeah, no, we shall see. I don't think they should recast Michael B. Jordan. I think Michael, I think because it would diminish his Killmonger character, which is such a good character. Oh, it was such a good character. Like, he needs to be brought back as a villain. In my yeah, opinion. it's a, such a good character. That's a really, That's a Killmonger's, good Killmonger's like my top three comic book superhero villains, like cinematic super villains all the time. It would be Heathers Joe, it will be Michael Fass, um Magneto. And then, good job. And then, um, Michael B. Jordan's Killmonger. That's my top three super villains. I'm, I'm writing that down actually for another topic one day. Actually, our top MCU, three the only villains. Killmonger was the best villain in the MCU. The rest of them were kind of. Eh. Well, yeah, you know. So in the MCU, yeah, I agree. Like, yeah, I agree. They didn't have great villains. Um, DC, like, I will give DC credit for one thing, and that is they did have better villains. They had more relatable. Villains. Well, not only that, because but DC villains. So, for example, Marvel villains like so the Spider Man and his main villain. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, I meant the movies, by the way, strictly the movies. Yeah, but so, but <laughs> but look at the movies, though, right? All of their villains are just um, nice, Omar. <laughs> all all of their villains, though, are just like the alter ego of themselves, right? So, like. Man has like another Spider Man. Well, not well. Spider Man's the only one that's different. But um, Captain America, just another super soldier. Pretty much two super soldier guys that he went up against, right? <laughs> His first two movies. Oh, oh, what more do you want to talk about on the subject for Black Panther? No, I, I think it depends on on you guys. Um, I mean, we've talked about it a lot. What other what points did you want to hit on about that? Um, not sure. I mean, I think the sky Black Panther was just awesome. Um, I think we talked about possibilities of what's the next Black Panther could be. Uh, I think Okoye would be a different choice, but I think it's a recast. Um, I don't know. Maybe Shuri can be a Black Panther. I'm not sure. Um, I, I would vote for right, Okoye. But in the movie, they didn't, they didn't build up her character enough. Right, it's just like she's just like the young smart girl who was kind yeah. of red, right? But but they have time right. to do so, right? They so they build it up. They could create like a new, like a sequel, or a Black Panther Part Two, but be like another Part One at the same time. Where now but they, they would start to build up her story instead throughout the whole movie, and maybe but, like by the end she would be like a full fledged Black Panther something something. Well, guys. The missing though, and Marvel did a smart job in this too, is that Black Panther was first introduced in Civil War, right? So that's where there was he was first initially kind of built up a little bit. They could do something similar for for uh, for Shuri in a different movie as well, right? So like maybe in like the Thor movie or the, um, the Captain Marvel movie where she wants to have the the A team kind of show up, like options like guys marvel mcu for, for what it's worth they make good movies the mcu makes for the most part really good movies where's dc i can say the same thing about dc but <laughs> but um yeah for the most part i'm i'm confident they'll they'll figure it out they'll figure it out but yeah all right on to the let's next one. one let's go let's move on to the next one um so we kind of went off on a topic here because we were supposed to do that last, where now we're going to talk about Jacob Blake, right? So 
as we all know, um, another shooting happened since our last meeting, and this happened in was it Kenosha, was it right? Yeah, I think yeah. Where uh, so Jacob Blake um, was walking to his car, right back from his car. He was in the process of being like detained. He started walking back to his car, and the police him seven times in the back, right, which has left him paralyzed. Um, and there were another armor protest about it, right? And he was handcuffed to his bed for at one point until they realized that this really brought up police's role in our society and when to use lethal force. And of course, a 17-year-old kid who was inspired by some of the conspiracy theories online got his AR-15, drove all the way down to the protest and shot two more protesters. So, yeah, a lot of crap. So, so let's do this. I'm going to share my screen and um, I'm going to show a video of this. Um, I haven't seen this one specifically. I just pulled it up on YouTube. <laughs> it's from CTV News. I just looked it up. Never heard of CTV News. It's uh, some Canadian, uh, I don't know, some, some Canadian news outlet. All right, so it's not American. So I'm just trying to get something as unbiased as possible. So I'm gonna pull this up, I'm gonna share my screen in just a moment. Right. Where is it? Hold on a second. All right, you guys seeing my uh, my screen here? Yep. Right. I see it. Let me know if you. Actually, I'm gonna do a test run really quick. If I hit play, can you hear the audio? Wait, there's no audio yet. Hold on. Can you hear that? No. 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 Okay, hold on a second. Make sure I have an option for audio. All right, that's fine. We, we don't need audio because it's actually just. <laughs> well, there, there's there. Uh, they have comments on it. Yeah, so let's go. Yeah, I don't want to do Happy. that. L let, me, let me change it really quick. Hold on. Actually, never mind. I'll, I'll, I'll play it. I don't want to make it complicated. All right. We can talk through it as it's happening. Mm -hmm. All right. And hold on a second. All right. Three, two, one. All right. I'm going to start playing this video now. Um, you're not going to be able to hear anything, um, but it looks like this video has some some captions. So I'm going to rewind this a little bit too. I'm going to kind of let it play a little bit first before I talk through. So the captions are really just pointing out what you can clearly see so far. All right, so I'm just gonna stop it here. That's already been about a minute. Oh, wait, what is this? All right, actually that, that's getting into the next part. 
So let's go back. Let's do a quick rewind really quick. I'm not going to play the whole thing back. I'm going to start from the beginning. So right here is it. Oops. Go back just a little bit. So he's about right here. You guys can see my cursor, right? Mm -hmm. All right. So it looks like this is where he is. Um, from what I read, what I heard was happening was that he came over to break up a fight between two other people. See, so he was actually there just to stop a fight. So somehow or some way, I don't know what happened. I don't know the details till this day. I still haven't seen like in a, you know, like in anything shared about like the uh, from the, the police report. But for whatever reason, um, the cops had had asked him to, you know, just to uh, uh, like comply or whatever, and, and they wanted to cuff him or I don't know what was going on. So he's pissed off. It seems like, you know, why are they hassling me? I, you know, just tried to break up a fight. And so he's walking around his car and let's see how many officers we can count. One, two, three, I see three. Okay, we'll wind again really quick. So right, uh, not right, right there. I'm sorry, notice the gun is already pulled on this guy. Yeah. Already so, out. So this is, the, so right here. That was a gun or a taser? This was a gun. Yeah. No, it was it was it was a gun, because they didn't switch out or anything. Because he's but the guy. That's the guy who shot him, right? I think so. But it's the guy that not he didn't get shot here. He got shot when he was inside his door. So yeah, he, and I think the guy that has the gun out is the one who's going to shoot, pull the trigger. We'll yeah, we'll see. So what I'm wondering is, and and. I actually have a lot of friends that are like law enforcement current or, or in the past. I have a lot of friends that are, you know, current and prior military as well. And, and I've had a lot of discussions with people, you know, from, from all different sides, people with, with different views. And one thing that, you know, one, I, I need, I would like to know, I think everyone would like to know what events led up to him, you know, the cops going after him. What was the reason for that? Number one, number two, I've heard other people tell me at this point right here that he actually had a knife in his hand, which is why the cops had drawn out their guns. The first time I saw this video, I never really noticed if he had like a knife or anything, right? So right there for a split second, you, you, I don't know if that's, you might be able to see something or not. I, I don't know if that's like a shadow or something. Almost looks like it. Either way, it's, it's not clear. My whole point is that why did they wait for him to go inside the car, open the door, right there, there's three men, three men. Yeah, they could have been tackled him down. And then he gets shot. All right, so I don't know that this video is not, not showing it, um, but at that point when he was inside his car, um, if I'm a cop, I don't know if he's pulling out a gun or, or whatever, um, and, and, and that's the point where he gets shot. But he gets shot seven times in the back, seven times. I'm not going to want to tackle a guy that has a knife either, but how many times have we seen cases where cops have 
try to calm a situation down, speak calmly, you know, and, you know, someone has like, you know, a gun, like a, like a white guy has a gun or a knife or something. And, you know, they'll just try to like calm them down. But you had three people, three officers there that didn't do anything as he was walking around the car. So the, for me, there's, there's a lot of stuff that you don't really know. It, it's hard to really make a clear, that's what I'm looking for, like a, a clear judgment based on like what little is, is being shown. Have you guys seen the same video? Um, I'll be I'll go ahead. I mean, is there a look, longer version? Say this, Omar, if you don't mind, I, I, I would like to share a video too. Yeah. So let me just share right quick. Um, and I don't know if you can see. So... All right. Can you get, did you guys hear that? Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm going to share my screen. Have you seen this video? Angry suspect. No, I haven't seen this one. definitely on something too <laughs> wow are those two cops back there I'm assuming this guy no way did he just try to take his uh, the, the cop car This guy is like, he's he's on some kind of drugs. Wow. Well, he's alive. He wasn't yeah. shot. Yeah. What the hell? He wasn't shot. He's alive. So, like, my white? point in this too is that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, As the first thing you yeah, noticed. Yeah, he, he's white. Look, we know the statistics, right? We know that black people have a much harder time to live with the police than white person. So, what when things like this happen, right? They try to undermine it a little. They try to kind of muddy up kind of the facts where they clear. I don't want to act like I'm gonna tell a cop how to do their job, right? Or or I don't have the years of law enforcement that they have had, right? But at the end of the day, right? We can pull out more videos, right, of a white person's altercation with the cops and a black altercation with the cops and be vastly different so they can try to kind of make a story they want to make about it you can't kind of argue with some of these things right also at the same time have you guys they're trying to belittle jacob blake 
calling him like a rapist and what I, I don't know if you guys have heard those rumors as well. Yeah, yeah, I have. And, yeah, and, and that's why are people defending this guy who's like a rapist? Not true. Not true. Right? Sure, he's had trouble with the law, but he's not a rapist, right? And this is kind of it's just frustrating and annoying. Um yeah, it's just I can play so many other videos of um like persistence and being applauded for it. Right. That happens though. When something when something happens to a person of color, when their story comes out in the media is to they're typically portrayed yeah. in a negative light. A photograph of them is something that isn't, you know, very complimentary to how they are. Whereas, you know, on the other side, you know, you get something different. And honestly, at this point, like, you know, I watched the video, I'm numb to it all. Like it's just yeah, that's like, yeah, crazy. Yeah. Here's another another chance for the cops to go out on an administrative leave, take their kids fishing, as you know, the what happened, the facts behind the story get muddied up. And I just have to wonder, like, you know, what what in your training tells you to um, to shoot somebody like that, right? Like, to me, if you're if you if the purpose of your job is to protect and serve, and you see someone doing something threatening, um, you know, I understand like you have to protect yourself, but um, you know, if I'm reaching for something in my car and somebody shoots me in the back of the leg, you know, that I'm you know, I, I'm done, I'm, I'm freezing, I'm dropping to the ground, like I'm hurt, you know what I mean? Like why shoot me seven times? Yeah, that was excessive, exactly. Why do I have, you know, why do we have to get shot? So it's just, at this point, I'm just like, you know, maybe you just look at giving the cops rubber bullets Yeah. at this point, or, you know, following the examples from some of the other countries, especially England, where, you know, very, you know, specific, um, I think it's like specific members of the police department carry guns or you have to be like yeah. the equivalent of the SWAT team to have a gun. Cause at this point it's, you know, and then they had the nerve to, he's paralyzed from the waist down. They had the nerve to, to um, to handcuff him to the bed in the hospital. That was said earlier. Yeah. I mean, look, like, where is he going? <laughs> what, like, this, this, so Nicholas, you touched on a couple of things there. Uh, there, like, what angers me is that when this happens, right? This happened with the Ahmad Aubrey situation, where they try to belittle, undermine him, and they try mm. to somewhat justify that killing. This is the same thing here. Again, we all know all cops aren't bastards, right? We all know all cops aren't bad, but there's a disproportion with how cops are treating people when it comes to color, right? You know, as Again, I was looking for like, a video of a guy actually like resisting arrest and straight up freaking UFC tackling like a cop. I couldn't find it, but um, like it, it's 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 maddening, and we need to really rethink how we police. And the interesting thing about too is that some of the, the training that the cops go through is questionable. Like so, for in Minneapolis, right? So I think I shared this video with you guys too. This is on the, the Patriot Act, like a couple, like maybe last year or so, where the police, the Minneapolis police were trained um, in a certain way by this guy who trains Minneapolis police officers to be killers, right? To take a life. Yeah, right? so you're, you're making the point about um, like the, the same guy that trains like Israeli military. Yeah, so, 
to to take a life, right? Yeah. Um. So the mini. So the, the interesting thing is the Minneapolis Police Department like like stopped sponsoring that guy. They're like, you know what? No, that's not how we want to do this. But the police union actually kept sponsoring it, right? So the police union actually kept paying for that training. It's called warrior training, I believe, right? So I have to like, I'll find like the link and try to like give you just the specifics so you can like look it up. But like, it's called warrior training, right? And and it it makes me wonder like how much of these cops go to this type of training and no matter how, all the excuses that they make, right? They can't answer the question as to why people of color have more of a problem with the cops than people, than Caucasians, right? Than white people. So yeah, they can make up all the rules they want. You know, he may have had a knife in his hand, may not have had a knife in his hand. As we saw, this guy got tased, took the cop's car, got back in his car, ran over the yeah. cop, right. like didn't get shot, right? So. I mean, if the cop had shot that dude, we all would have been like, yeah, sure, <laughs> right? We would have been okay with that, but nope, didn't happen, right? This guy shot, with in his car, we forget that, but his kids were in his car when they saw him get shot. So I don't know if the guy was going to try to attack cops with his kids in this car, but like, it's it's just frustrating to me to have the, the stories that they're trying to make up to to yeah, and, and that's a good point. You, you brought up a really good point. Those were young kids. The oldest of the three in the back of Jacob Blake's car was eight years old, I think. Seven or eight years old. That was the oldest. Yeah. yeah. He was... It's like, what are you, you know, like, he if he was really going, now that I'm, you know, really thinking about it's like, if he was really going to attack them, you know, if he had a knife, why was he walking around his car from the front? And going back into you know if he was going to do something with that knife if anything when he had his back turned like that would have been the opportunity so i, I I'm, I'm going to say this too like one of the guys i spoke with you know he he also made a point he's like look you know if there's someone that has a knife and they're not complying with you you know let's dis for now for the sake of argument let's disregard whether what the reason is for you to ask someone to comply with you, right? Whether you're right or wrong, let's disregard that for a split second. Would you want to tackle them, right? You still have a family to return to yourself. But then if that's the case, and, and, and I agree with that, I wouldn't want to tackle someone that has a knife, you know, but I wouldn't shoot them seven times in the back. And maybe, you know, it's like, all right, shoot them in the leg or something as they're walking away. Like they were really, really close. Like I just went they to got options. They got nightclubs. They got tasers. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I was at the shooting range, like uh, a month or two ago, with like a you know a new firearm I purchased, a nine mil nine millimeter. First time using my own. First time buyer. Went to the range. At ten yards away, just ten yards. I was pretty close to bullseye every single shot as an untrained shooter. At thirty feet. How close were they to him? Yeah, they were what, like three feet? I mean, they were right there. Yeah. They were arms yeah. length away pretty much. Arms length away. I mean, I, I, I feel like we're kidding and getting away from it because that's hypotheticals. Like, what could have, should have the cop done? None of us are law enforcement, right? So we, we can only say what we think, but they can go back to the years of experience and say, 
but but they they can go back to their recent experience and say, oh yeah, but like, well, I did, I I don't want to tackle the guy because he could like stab me or whatever, right? So this yeah. is this. The end of the day, the end of the day, this is a black man who's once again shot by the police, and this doesn't happen this often to white people or to Caucasian people. This mainly happens to people of color, which are a minority in this country. Why is that? So all this, well, I mean, goodness, could have, should have, would have, like it's just one more case of some uh, a black man being shot, right? You know, and if they want to prevent things from, prevent that from happening, they need to totally rethink the approach. Yeah. And, and, and I'm definitely, I agree with you on that, you know, and there's a lot of hypotheticals and, and that's, you know, pretty much where, you know, one of my friends is actually the point that he was making is like, you don't really understand unless you're in, in that situation, like no matter how trained you are, you know, things happen on the fly, you know, your mind just adjusts, you know, sometimes differently, who knows what you saw or whatever early in the day, that aside, the fact of the matter is, is that that's, that's bullshit to me. Like, let's, let's, let's take a pause right quick. Yeah, I mean, there's there, when you when your friend said like you know you're in that situation, your mind, you know you don't you don't necessarily think straight, or you don't go straight to to your training or whatever. You just think in the moment and you just act. To me, that's bullshit because whenever there's a whenever the person is black, it's like they're automatically taken to the extreme. Yeah. When the person is white, then it's oh you know you know calm down, sir. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're, you're, you're treated like a citizen. You you get a, you take it in Burger King. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. You shoot up a church and you get taken to Burger King afterwards, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, so crazy. When every time I hear this kind of nonsense, it just it just I lose my shit. <laughs> and, All right. Because people always use for it. Always. So so what? what if if there was one thing that you would do because i mean we we could talk ad nauseum about yeah. like how wrong it is right and that's you know we're all entitled to our opinions and how we feel about it but if there was something that you could change about the police force or how you would want things to be approached um differently like what would you what, what would your approach be well Omar, do you want to go? Because I have a lot to I can kind of say about this. I do, but I'm going to cheat. I want to I want to finish my thought that I was saying really okay. quick. I'll answer your question. You got on I'll answer your question. So the jump, jumping back to that is right is like, and I like to play devil's advocate because I like to try and think things from every side, right? And I like having these conversations like with my friends and stuff to to hear their sides and their perspectives as well, right? Hearing things like the mental aspect of it, right? And, you know, and, um, but in my mind, one of the things, you know, the first things that I had said is kind of actually answers the question you just asked Nicholas was about like, you know, having more training and stuff like that too, um, making that mandatory. But before I actually get into, in, into that, it, what I don't understand is number one, regardless, like I said, it's wrong. They shot him seven times in the back. It's a miracle that the guy didn't even die. And you guys already touched on it is that, you know, you, one guy shoots up a church and he gets taken to Burger King. Okay. Different state, different precincts, you know, different police officers, 
you can't always compare, you know, like, let's say precinct in like, I don't know, South Carolina to, you know, somewhere in like Oregon or whatever. I, I don't know. I understand that. But there's a history and there's a pattern of these things and there's statistics and facts to show that, you know, there's a disproportionately large number of African-Americans that are, you know, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like, was it incarcerated or like pulled over or whatever compared to compared to white people? Um, and, and, and it's sad because I've been on the receiving end of that one time and I'm not black, right? But I remember I got pulled over just because the cop decided to run my plates at a traffic light for, you know, no reason it was just behind me. This is about uh, back in about 2000, I don't know, 2005, you know, give or take a year. And so it's a few years after 9-11 and this is out in like the, the country, right? And far out like nor uh, west in, in Northern Virginia. And so a cop pulls me over and he like, you know, uh, he's searching through my stuff, asked for permission. I'm like, yeah, fine, go ahead, search through my car. Um, and so he's like searching through, like I had these boxing mitts in the bag, in, in the back. He's like putting his hand inside, feeling inside the gloves, searching through the back of the seats, underneath the seats. He actually had asked me to, to step out of the car while he searched, searched through the trunk. He asked me if I had any bonds uh, or uh, knives, guns, or bombs in my car. I wasn't speeding. I was sitting at a traffic light. And, you know, obviously the guy was white. You know, it's not like he was like Puerto Rican or he was black or Asian or something. Uh, and he couldn't really do anything. You know, he didn't find anything. But, you know, another couple of cops pulled over too. Uh, you know, they'd stop by for what? So anyway, I, I just, like I said, I just wanted to finish my, my thought on that. Um, so I like to play devil's advocate, but I just want to make sure I made my stance clear. Fair, fair enough. Um, I can tell you how many times that I was pulled over when I was in further south in Louisiana or when I was driving through Mississippi um, mm. for like, just for, just for, just for no apparent reason. And when it happened, I didn't think about it. Like I didn't think about it because I guess it was just, maybe I was just so naive or, or whatever. But like, just thinking back to it now, it kind of just angers you. Um, Nicholas, I'm going to answer your question, but I want to play one more video that I wanted to show you. Uh, this one is, uh, yeah, just this Sean King. Share, can you guys see? Yep, I see it. Can you guys see? Yep. All right, cool. Watch. for itself yeah i mean i'd i'd commend the officer for like the level of patience he had in dealing with that clown but then, <laughs> well said 
at the same time, <laughs> if uh, if that was me or Sahib, are we still standing? I mean, look, I don't know what a guy did or didn't do. Like, because I thought the cop was out of line, to be honest with you. Right. Personally, I thought the cop was out of line, but we don't know what he did or didn't do. But Nicholas made the point. You didn't really say that. Huh? I said it's a two-minute clip. Exactly. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. What we do know is that that guy got got a chance to walk away from it, right? He didn't get seven in the back. Like, he didn't get, like... Well, he probably couldn't have subdued him. It didn't look like the guy had had the skills to subdue. <laughs> Omar, maybe you could have used some of your training there. To, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. For a second, it looked like he was about to do something. Had his hands up like this for a second. Now this yeah. guy, don't don't let the looks fool you, man. Yeah. So, yeah, just all sorts of frustration when I hear people try to downplay it or belittle it or not even want to talk about it. Right. Um, like we can go back to, so the NFL being back, right. Um, Kansas city chiefs, by the way, Nicholas, I want to make fun of your like Eagles losing to like the Washington first team. Of all, first of all, let's go, let's go back. Okay. <laughs> let me, let's, let's, let's do football in a minute. All right. But for real, like, how would you, if you had the opportunity right to at least to submit your suggestions or just or at a town hall or whatever how would you okay yeah no i forgot so thanks for bringing this back up yeah so no look i would definitely the military look i've been thinking about this a lot i would definitely the police for sure um which is the same as defunding, but like people think defunding and thinks it means less police officers. That's not what it means, but you know, whatever. Um, using defund. Yeah. I said demilitarize is a better word to use than defund. That's yeah, exactly. It's this. I mean, it's the same. You know, that's what politics and rhetoric does. Like people kind of defund and they they feel some kind of way about it. But yeah, definitely demilitarize. We have to, we have to rethink the police, and that's what's gonna have to happen. And I wonder if we have what it takes to do that, because what's gonna happen is that the police force and Omar, we talk about this too. It's its own, it's its own clique, it's its own tribe. Someone even argues yeah. that it's and, and, and mafia. Yeah, right? they are. They're their um, own mafia. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, um, and like what. We've seen this happen before, right? Where, like, in, I think this happened in Seattle, where they started rethinking about defunding the police and the police chief, like, quit, resigned, right? Or one police and, like, took a knee in solidarity with the other, with other protesters and, like, their SWAT tor- uh, force resigned, right? So as we, like, continue down this path of reforming the police, right? we're going to have to accept the fact that there's like things that this is going to happen. Right. So yeah, I would definitely work on demilitarizing. We, it's going to be a ground up approach and we're going to have to accept the fact that if we go down this path, things are going to get worse before it gets better. Right. To kind of retrain, um, demilitarize and just 
making sure that there's some level of accountability, right? Getting rid of quality, like gotta go for sure, right? Giving like if something like this happens, giving the police officer 24 hours, get their story straight, um, is a no go, right? If I did something wrong on my job, I don't get 24, 48 hours to like come up with an excuse, like. That's just me. And I get that police officers are underpaid. Um, they're first responders. 9-11 um, was recent. Um, they were the first people in the in the building. Much respect. But if we're going to fix this problem, then we have to consider reforming the police, demilitarizing the police. Do we have what it takes to do that? I don't know. I don't think so. But you know, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, good point. Yeah, I, I, I got a, I got a couple of them. Um, one require every single officer, and and you said for your own, like a town hall, right? So I'm assuming like your own, like your own well town or county or whatever. Number one, make every officer required to wear a camera, a body camera. Make it a requirement everywhere, and and that should be streamlined across the U.S. I, I've seen, I've seen that. A lot of cities and a lot of towns where they've start where they start doing that, um, but I think that needs to be consistent across the board across the country. That's number one. Number two, increase police funding to account for more training and decrease funding for you know in in the sense of demilitarizing them. They should not have military equipment. There's no reason for that. Uh, and then. The other thing I was going to say is even try to remember this. Uh, damn, you, you were talking about seeing it, and, and I was thinking of, about it, and I, and I totally forgot. I do. Oh, that's I, a good joke. Go, go ahead. Yeah, I remember. It. Yep. Yeah. Force the county or the town or the state, whatever it is, to cut their ties with the police union. The police union is way too powerful way too powerful i know they offer a lot of protections to you know law enforcement officers and you know and you're, you're part of this fraternity and that's what it is it's a fraternity it's a fraternal order of police um so they offer those protections and you know the thing that other, we would have to think about is how would the county or the state or whatever offer those same protections in absence of a police union and if that were the case how would you prevent something like a police union of today right from coming up again i mean that's another conversation but i'm just saying like the way it is right now that's a huge one actually because you're talking anti-union stuff now which has its own political ramifications. good point yeah good point yeah and i I didn't even consider that just you know kind of just talking through it but i mean here's what we know like they are freaking corrupt right we saw the head of the police union speaking up you know a few months ago was it after uh, uh george floyd's death right how he was speaking up and you know, not an ounce of, um, you know, apology, nothing, nothing. Yeah. Instead, he was firing back at everyone protesting about something that was clearly wrong. Clearly he's off for his guys. He's, yeah. he's, he's focusing for his guys. And they are a far right conservative group, by the way. Yeah. I'm not going to knock someone for being, you know, right wing or, or left wing, right? That That's... You know, like I liked Senator McCain. I liked a lot of Republican presidents. I mean, uh, politicians in the past. Um, but they're at the core. I remember reading, a, you know, an article about this like a few months ago. 
I think we might have talked about it too. But like at their core, like they are far right wing conservative. And that poses a problem because a yeah. lot of their views are very like, you know, the issues that we're talking about right now. Like they're, they don't care about stuff like this. They shouldn't be any political party. They shouldn't be in any affiliation at yeah. all. And it's interesting about when we talk about unions, I don't want to go too off on a tangent here because tend not to be, to be anti-union. Um, so like when you talked about the union of the police, co- uh, like getting rid of that, yeah, that that's this own Pandora's box of like stuff that we can discuss later. Um, I will say one thing though, um, most cops are required to wear body cams. A lot of these guys like turn it off, yeah. right? Like if there's no, if there's like, you can have the body cam all you want. If there's no level of accountability, like what's the point, right? I don't know if you guys saw this too. Um, so there's an African American male that was shot in DC, like a, like maybe last week or so. I don't know if you yeah. saw that story. They released yeah. the body cam footage of it, right? And they showed him. They showed him he was running away, right? He did have a gun, but he was throwing the gun, right? He was clearly running and throwing the gun away, right? So like videos on Facebook, I mean not on Facebook, on, on YouTube, um, it's worth the watch. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, a police cop who's having a body cam just shows a first person view of them doing some messed up crap. If they're still protected by qualified immunity, if they're still protected by the union, right? What's the point? Yeah, right, so, yeah, it's a whole nother topic. Yeah. All right, Nicholas, what are, you, what are yours? So I think, Probably just picking back up, piggybacking off some of the things that y'all said. So the demilitarized. Um, oh yeah, that's real original. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> Nicholas, go ahead, man. Go ahead, save me. So I just, just, I don't think that every officer needs to have like lethal weapons like that, right? I think I can understand if like the SWAT has those weapons or certain tactical teams have those weapons because they are called in for specific situations that may involve. Agreed. Um, Agreed lethal weapons right um two i think when these extreme incidents happen um the entire department needs to be punished right a lot of you know money is money is everything right and so when something like this happens we see that the officers themselves are are put on leave or whatever but um if if my suggestion would be to you know, take away some of the funding for a year or whatever, like do something that hurts the entire department, where it's some sort of violation where everybody's written up on something or something, like some way to, to punish the whole department. Um, and then third would be to standardize training across all police departments um, across the country. It's a simple Google search told me that, you know, depending on where you are, you know, the training may be different, the length of training might be different. Yeah, it is. Um, and so that means that your interactions with the police will be different depending on where you are. You already know that between you know Mississippi and, and you know somewhere like New Jersey, your, your interactions are going to be different. But even you know within the state, they might be different, right? So I think if we had a standardized uh, training for all officers, that might you know help with you know some of the interactions that we have with them. So to, to your point, too. Um, I think in that training, this is one thing that, that, I, that I forgot to mention, unconscious bias training, right? Yeah. Very, very important. Our company is starting to do that. 
um, a friend of mine who said that he was inspired to join the, the police force, which I just told you guys about, which <laughs> so many things that I kind of want to get into. Um, like the Arlington police force apparently is starting to ask unconscious bias questions. And I mean, that's a good thing, but um, like it's, a, it's a step, but definitely unconscious bias training across the board, especially in the police force, right? Because again, we're seeing this happen to people of color more, like acts of like violence and extreme use of force against people of color versus people who are white or Caucasian, right? So like, why is that, right? We need to, we need to fix that problem. And we can go find all the excuses of like, oh, this or this, or in the, in the moment of time, in this particular moment, you can two second reaction whatever, in the end of the day, this is happening to people of color more than others. So we need to kind of figure that out. We need to kind of work in to fix this, so. Yeah. And then my last, uh, my last thing would be, it's not even for the, for the cops, you know, it's, it's for us as citizens, right? Just to get more involved in, in local politics. Like, you know, where I live, um, you know, the sheriff is, is an elected official, right? Um, you know, here I am, you know, I'm not gonna say my actual age, but here I am in my 30s. I had no idea. I, you know, I didn't know what's the difference between a sheriff and, you know, a fair, you know, a county police car or whatever, you know what I mean? Like I see sheriff's department sometimes, I see police departments sometimes, I have no idea what the difference is. And I bet that, you know, the common person probably doesn't either. Um, so I, you know, I'll just push everybody out there, you know, all 10 of our viewers and, and everybody else. <laughs> 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 Go get, you know, hey, go mom. Get. Hey, dad. <laughs> yeah, people, people joke about, you know, voting and you know, voting for Kanye and all other crap. But the real, uh, the real movement, the real, your, your power lies in uh, taking action in your local area. And, and that's something that, um, you know, I've, I've definitely tried to research. You know, that's a great one. Yeah. How are you going to involve yeah. that? No, great you're point. absolutely right. Good, good point. Um. Yeah, want to talk about football? Yeah, go on the football, you hoe. What do you What do you have to say? <laughs> well, <laughs> the point I wanted to make though initially was going back to the Jacob Blake situation, right? Where, like the like I didn't want to even start watching football, right? Um, and because like the NFL, so the NBA, we didn't even talk about this, but the NBA. They went on strike. Um, they, went, they went through so much to kind of show support for like social justice reform in America, right? Which you just don't see in the NFL. You don't see the NFL. And when the Jacob Blake situation happened again, they, were, they stopped playing. Like they stopped playing. Um, and they had to be kind of be coerced or not, I wouldn't say coerced, but convinced to, to NFL, like, so the first game of the season, the Chiefs versus the Texans, they kneeled, had their arms locked and kneeled in solidarity for like the racist, pro- racial. They kneeling or were, were they standing? I, I don't remember. Was it standing? I thought they were standing. So forgive me on that. Pretty so, sure they were standing. But they had their arms locked. Yeah. So the two quarterbacks together and whatnot. And their their fans that were there, um, 
So fans booed. The fans booed racial inequality in America. The flag was not present, right? Had nothing to do with the flag at all, right? And they still booed, right? And I think that's the sport. I would like to see players be a little bit more empowered. Um, and you you, do, you did see that a little bit today, too. You saw coaches kneel. You saw some players kneel. You saw some coaches, like, showed some social justice uh, messages on their on their – shirts and like in their masks and whatnot but like that's kind of the the sport like it that they booed during a moment of silence that was for like maybe 10 seconds maybe if that much for like in, yeah and and that's so, the crap that really you know and and obviously like i speak for for all of us and you know a whole lot of other people when i say that that's the crap that really pisses me off because what happens is you go out and protest, they say, don't break things, right? You should do it peacefully. You do it peacefully, take a knee. You know, what happened with Colin Kaepernick? Everyone was hating on him. And then they're standing now and they're doing it. They're doing it peacefully. They're not kneeling down. It's not during, you know, like, and they're standing. How much more peaceful than that can you get? No matter what happens, they have an issue with anything black or minority, but mostly black. And when I say say, I think we all know who we're talking about. Yeah, uh, it's they have a problem with like you know African Americans empowering themselves. Yeah, that's exactly. what they fear. That, exactly. That's that's the fear. And to the two people that are probably watching, that's like we don't want our politics and our sports. Right? It should be about sports and nothing else. Well, if that should be the case, let's take the national anthem. Let's take away the Thank flag. You. Thank you. Right? Let's take exactly. away all that stuff so and let it be said. just about sports. Yep. Right? Don't, don't play the national anthem. Don't play no flag, no anything. Just play it will be just about sports. Yep. Right? And that'd be the case. But that's not the case. Right? So it's people constantly trying to freaking make excuses it's a scapegoat it's, it's never been kneeling. about the kneeling or the disrespecting the flag or anything it's never been about that yeah. that's all been excuses those are lies at the end of the day as you said you know people don't like you know black people empowering themselves but it's not just you guys it's the other minorities you know that the black people the black community in the u.s i mean are fighting for all of the minorities rights at mm -hmm. the forefront and the yeah. issue is because you, you know, when I mean you guys, what do you mean you guys? Like, <laughs> we know what you mean, you guys. We know what you, <laughs> what do you mean by you. Guys? But like, you know. you know, like you guys, like percentage-wise, the largest. I think I don't know actually if it's a Hispanic or if it's the uh, African American community. I think Hispanic has one percent more. Hispanic yeah, it's pretty close. African American is twelve, and I think that's actually after the census. Is if you ever piss me off, I'm going to make this public. <laughs> Jurassic World was a great movie. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Agree with me. <laughs> I'm just messing. And yeah. I, like I said, after a while, like, all this stuff, I'm just, I just get numb to it, honestly. I almost don't, like, don't even have a comment. Like, so some people, so some people booed while the players decided to do something upstanding. Yeah. You know, I know where they are. They're in Kansas City. Uh, am I surprised? No. You know what I mean? It's not fans there. It is what it is. Through the pandemic. 
all 10 of the fans in, in the stadium. Actually, I, I haven't, I didn't see, I think, I feel like maybe at least when I was watching the Eagles, well, the Redskins, the Eagles game and, um, the Redskins what, what, what team, what yeah. team was it? The Redskins anymore. Redskins. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They lost the NFL license. I forgot about that. <laughs> like did you ever did y'all ever play like uh live 95 like back in the day on sega genesis and you had um wow this, that sounds really familiar the player was on the bulls or whatever you knew who it was it was like number 99 but you just, you just had no idea like, oh yeah <laughs> like that's pretty much who washington is just the team but, i don't recall that i'm gonna google it while you talk but i haven't I seen forgot. like any fans anywhere else really it just seemed like they were using electronic sound so I, i'd probably have to research it to see like just how many fans are attending were attending all the games today well so i know kansas city had fans like not many but they had fans so they were up to boo i think go figure florida of course florida has fans in in their stadium the uh, new orleans did not have fans huh come again was the stadium full? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I, I didn't even check. Didn't even check. Probably. I mean, those guys. I'm sorry. Um, New Orleans oh, Saints. Didn't have why wouldn't there. the stadium be full? It's not like there's a pandemic. It's definitely fake. Uh, <laughs> it's a hoax. I don't wear a mask either. <laughs> it's kind of hard. Not. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the NBA is like my favorite sport. I love how empowered those guys are. Uh, like, out of where you mean, even the self, like in the bubble, the playoffs has been amazing. But the fact that they're able to speak out on social justice issues and they're not afraid, yeah. they're not afraid to speak out and talk about it. Um, my only, so that's a good point. My only, concern, unfortunately, is that so let's say another black guy gets shot. And the NBA decides, or the NBA players decide not to play, right? As fans, I, I would assume, right, most of the fans in the NBA would probably support that, right? Like, if the NBA had fans in their arena and they decided to kneel or lock on to solidarity for, um, for social justice issues, I would assume fans would not boo, Unlike we, what we saw in Kansas City, right? Where their fans boo during a moment of silence of like racial justice solidarity, right? So it's That's so crazy, man. So crazy that. What? Yeah. I mean, why? What? Why? What is so wrong about allowing athletes to like show that they care about other people, whether they're right or wrong? What is the harm in that? I mean, Look, how about this? How about a lot of these athletes come from impoverished areas, right? Where they probably possibly experience some discrimination versus the police, right? Um, so it just kind of just shows like to people's um, care about that, right? It's like, shut up, just dance for me. Like, play, do the football, right? Yeah. You know, I don't care about right. you. Your exactly. problem, but, yeah. Um, and it's frustrating. It's really annoying. <laughs> but yeah. What are your thoughts, Nicholas? You didn't say anything. See, I don't, I'm going to try to shut up now because you guys are going to blame me for going off on a tangent <laughs> right now. Pretty much the same thing. I think that, 
I think the, the so the playoffs. First of all, the playoffs being in the NBA bubble, I think that has added like a totally new dimension to the playoffs. There's no home team. There's no visiting team. There's nobody playing off the crowd or whatever. So I kind of like that. I feel like that's the one of the reasons why there's been more upsets. So you had the Heat upset the Bucks, number one seed. I was shocked. I love, absolutely love Jimmy Butler. I'm an, I am now a Jimmy Butler fan. Um, but that was a great series. You had, um, well, obviously, I mean, I knew Brown was going to take care of business with the Rockets. They're gonna, I mean, I knew the Rockets. They're just not going to win. So. That's true. Um, honestly, I, I think this is like this is bronze ring to lose at this point. Yeah, um, I, I don't was, see anybody beating the Lakers. Yeah, I, I, see. Was, I was rooting for Portland. I love Dame. I I love. Too, yeah. Big fan of Dame, but um, you know, other than that, like I, the NBA as a league, like I've definitely love what they're doing. I love that the players have that power, and and I think. Um, you know, I, I read some articles, I think, on like Undefeated and, and some other place on the internet. But I think if I had to theorize why, why like those guys have a little bit more power than the guys in the NFL, one, I think it's because the more their money is, uh, is guaranteed. And then, you know, obviously most of the players are, are black. And then the more the players have, have star power, right? Like, the, the NBA players, you know who they are. There's no helmet covering up their face. There's less of them, right? And so when somebody like LeBron speaks out, he is the face of the league. Mm. Um, you know, that that speaks volumes, right? And the NFL doesn't necessarily have that. Like the face of the NFL is, you know, Tom Brady or, or somebody like that, right? It's, it's, it's a little bit different. Um, you mean the coaches? <laughs> The coach, what? What? You mean the referees? <laughs> I meant to say the refs. I said coaches. But Nicholas, you made a great point, though. Like, so, the, so the NFL, they're yeah, Tiger what, Woods. Nice, nice, Omar. Uh, <laughs> the NFL has what a. Um, a 55-man roster, 53-man roster? That's a lot of people. 53, yeah. Yeah, 53. Um, NBA, what, 15 maybe at most? Right. It's a, it's definitely a stars league. Um, give credit to, like, the um, – we talk about unions, right? Like, the NBA union, like, their players' union is very powerful. These um, guys now have gotten it to where they can, they can build their own team. Right. Yeah. They can they can call somebody and be like, I can call Omar. Well, I wouldn't call Omar. I can call Saheed. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about? I love rugby. <laughs> exactly. Continue. <laughs> Let's go get this ring. Like I think that's yeah. dope. That's yeah. well, that's that's both this is Another tangent, both good and bad, right? Because at the same time, they're not going to go get this ring in, like, Oklahoma City or, or like, Indiana, right? I mean, right. You had, you had Russell Westbrook and, um, and and Chris Paul. Was it, wait, no, they weren't on the team in the same No, yeah. they were not. Yeah, he's so, from uh, Manchester United. 
Yeah. Anyway, no, 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 but no, but so no, but like when they're gonna build a team, they're gonna build towards those big money markets, right? They're gonna go to the LA's, right? Yeah. Kind of like what Kawhi did, Miami. So they're trying to build a super team out there. Um, the New York, like the the Nets, Brooklyn Nets, right? So they try to build a super team out there. They're not gonna go into those little small market areas, right? So that's the bad side of it, unfortunately. But like in general, I. I don't I'm even, watching I don't necessarily think that's a negative because it that means that those small market teams like if you want to attract players I mean that means you got to step the game up too like oh, but yeah, how I can you compete like how can you compete with LA though right I mean certain uh, teams have done this uh, huh? no, I think I want to just hop over to LA right now <laughs> well no, think about it. Paul George like went to LA like right after like you know Damian like shut down OKC, right? Yeah, but he also Damian, chose to to, he also chose to go to OKC and play with Russ too, All right? Did he? I'm not Did sure. He? I'm not look that up. Maybe you might be right. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I know he definitely forced a trade to go to LA for sure. Um, but yeah, I think the big money t- uh, market teams have the advantage unfortunately i mean but at the same time i really like how empowered they are just like um they can go like and the nfl is a franchise tag like if you want to leave they can keep you there for as long as they want to yeah. right um we'll do that in the nba um and they get paid more <laughs> they get paid more than nfl players at the same time, I don't know if you heard about this uh, collective bargaining agreement, like what happened with that as well, right? Where a lot of the, like the, the the face of the NFL people's the the face like the popular NFL players didn't want a seventeenth game, but the owners threw some more money, and when the the NFL like um, committee or the union like voted, right? There's a lot of the smaller time guys who don't make as much money. They voted for that extra game so they can make more money, right? And that's how, like, the, the owners win. So, yeah. Yeah, I, was, I did some reading about that. But, yeah, I'd have to go, like, check the sources on that to really to really be like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Omar. You just – Omar Center just like, 12. <laughs> At the end of the day, uh, LeBron and um, – yeah. um, Serena Williams. <laughs> It's so funny to talk about Serena Williams. You want to go off on a tangent? Naomi Osaka. Well, it's either LeBron or Clippers winning this ring. All right, nobody from the East is messing. It's gonna be. It's gonna. It's gonna be the Lakers. The Clippers. The Clippers are on a game seven with the Nuggets right now. Like they may. They may not even make it to this Western Conference. Uh, Nuggets are for real though. Don't don't. Yeah, exactly. Like I say, they may not make it to the Western Conference Championships because the the Nuggets are. They're one game away from losing to the Nuggets, right? They could totally lose that game, and it could be Lakers Nuggets for the Western Conference Championship. That is a possibility. That is a definite possibility. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, all respect to Naomi Osaka.